the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Christy Mandelow, board-certified divorce coach. So many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. Whether you or a loved one is considering divorce, going through it, or coming out of it, the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Mendelo is here to be your go-to educational, informational, and inspirational resource for those touched by divorce. Christy has been there, and now she's here to walk the path with you as a Christian board-certified divorce coach and as your thinking partner. She and her guests will bring you important insight and information, helping you make better decisions through and beyond the process, inspiring you to be your best self for you and your family, all giving you hope and reassurance that you'll be okay. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Mendelo starts now. And here's your host, Christy Mendelo. And welcome to the Divorce Coaching Hour. I'm so glad you have joined us. Today, we're continuing our conversation about taking the high road in divorce. A couple of weeks ago, we spoke to Andy Heller, author of the book, Take the High Road, Divorce with Compassion for Yourself and Your Family. Andy joined us as a part of our current series that I've called, What People Are Saying About Divorce. In that show, we heard what Andy says about divorce in his book and all about the helpful information it provides. We also spoke a bit about what taking the high road actually is in divorce and how to do it. But in my opinion, we didn't speak about it enough. (laughs) Why? Because also, in my opinion, you simply can't talk about this topic enough. So I asked Andy to join us again today so that we could have a more in-depth conversation about what taking the high road is in divorce what it really looks like, and exactly how you can take that path, not the other one. Friends, taking the high road in divorce in part sums up what the Divorce Coaching Hour is all about. And as you may have heard me say before, because I do before every show, we want to give you ideas about how to be your best self in a time that can frankly bring out your worst. Ultimately, being your best self in a time that can bring out your worst is taking the high road. But like any journey, seeing the right path to take and then taking it can be difficult. And we're going to talk about that today. Before we begin our discussion, I want to remind you that this show is for those considering divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it, and also for friends and family of those divorcing because it can be an overwhelming life event for absolutely everyone involved, directly or indirectly. And I must also remind you that we're not here to coach you to get a divorce or give you legal advice. What we are here to do is to help you look at the realities of your marriage and divorce with your eyes wide open. 
And based on those realities, we are here to walk the path with you as your thinking partner, no matter where that path may lead. And speaking of where that path will lead, let's talk about that high road. Andy, welcome back. Christy, thanks for having me. I'm so glad that you're here and we're going to have this uh, discussion about taking the high road. Let's first talk about exactly what we mean when we say taking the high road in divorce. Sounds good, Christy. So I'll give the very simple version because your emotions are going to be percolating in everybody. You're, you're going to be emotionally off. Taking the high road, the simple answer is as things occur with your spouse as you're separating or your former spouse, once you're separated, you need to ask yourself, what would I want from him if this was returned? What would I want from her if this was returned? And that needs to drive how you react to all these situations. Simply, Christy, flip the script. That's what taking the high road means. Yeah, flip the script. And if we actually look at it literally, there are two roads. (laughs) And there are, are, if, if if we're on a journey... And there is, we're, we're headed to this, maybe the same destination. What do they say? I mean, you, you, you can't really know how to get there unless you know where you're going. Uh, and, and any road can get you there. And so if we're at that proverbial fork in the road and we have a choice to take the road on the left, which might be the higher road, the road on the right, which may be literally the lower road, what do we mean by that? And what I heard in there, Andy, is truly flip the script, think about the other person. And, and what comes to mind is the more that we help other people get what they want, the better everyone will be. Thoughts on that? Uh, that that's, that's exactly correct. And I'm going to kind of put this into two buckets. When you're doing the right thing and taking the high road, you it may not feel like the right thing to do at the time, everybody. But number one is you are going to, when you look back on, on how you acted and how you treated your former spouse when emotions were at their high point and when things were toxic, you're going to feel better about yourself. And that's going to be really, really important at some point down the road. Just take that and bank it. The second is that it might also not feel that way, and then the book goes into strategies around this, and we're going to talk a little bit about this today, but as you're taking the high road, it's also going to result in um, a better landing spot for you, for your former spouse, and for your children, even if it might not feel like it at the time. And again, as we all know, if we have kids, it's all about making sure that whatever actions we take give our kids a chance to land in a, in a healthier spot themselves. Healthy, absolutely. And one of the things that come to mind, and we often talk about it on the show, is the decisions we make today can influence four to five generations. I, I think about the people I know who talk about being a byproduct of seven to eight divorces in their family as they were being uh, raised. But the other side of that is, in divorce is often we are in, as we often also talk about, that lizard brain, that emotional brain, and we're kind of looking at just what's happening to me right now. We're not looking beyond into 
how are my decisions going to affect the other person? And so I kind of, I want to bring us to this in your book, in the introduction, Andy, it says taking the high road means learning to let some things go, fostering forgiveness when possible, and incorporating empathy into actions that affect your former life partner. And I, I think that's so important, that word empathy is, we often are in that, I, I got to win place. But truly, Andy, these are words you use, down the road. We may not see it now, but if we take that empathetic approach, that uh, thinking about the other person, flipping the script, everyone will get to a better destination. And uh, we may not be able to see it today because we're thinking about winning, but everyone will win if we take the high road. Christy, what you said there was so good, there's nothing for me to add. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're helping me do it. You're helping me do yeah. that. So um, just real quick, I want to touch on the book. We're not, we, we talked about your book before, and so we're not going to dive too much into it. We're going to talk about examples that are within the book. But I just want to know really quickly, what made you write this book? Great. I'll give it in like 60 seconds. So, ladies and gentlemen, I am a businessman, a successful businessman. I've co-authored two books uh, about 20 years ago on real estate investing, I had no desire to write another book. <laughs> and I, was, I went through my own divorce. Um, I actually um, had the wherewithal to uh, find a therapist, and she was amazing. She was my rudder. And I'm a very, very compromise-oriented guy. I'm a, I'm a Dale Carnegie disciple. And I cannot count how many times, Christy, I went into her office, something would happen, i say, don't worry, I thought it through, and this is what I'm going to do. And she would take it into the therapy speak, and she'd say, well, Andy, I'm glad you think that way. She asked a few questions, but no, you're not going to do that. You're going to do the opposite. And I was floored, Christy, how many times my reasonable, thoughtful, <laughs> my gut instinct was off. And along my own process, I'm reading all these other books, and they were good. You know, these books helped me. But there was a gap, and I recognize how often I, my own instincts were wrong, and I saw a gap in what was in these other books. And a lot of these books are written by divorce attorneys and therapists and co-parent counselors, so this is a very specific perspective. My book is written um, by a divorcee, and probably the, the answer to your question is my own mistakes <laughs> – and seeing that how emotionally off I was, that I was making these big mistakes, and that if I didn't have this great therapist and this rudder helping to counterbalance those gut instincts, I would have really done a lot of damage to my children and to me and to my former spouse, Christy. So this is my, this is my give back. And I'm writing from the perspective of a divorce, divorcee himself on how we can all land in a better place and do so in a manner that is considerate to our former spouse and puts our children in a position where they can land and be healthy and have a productive lives themselves and not be damaged by our own divorce. Yeah, amen to that. And I think that's what brings a lot of divorce professionals to giving back, helping people, saying, uh, don't do what I did, do this. But here's the thing. A lot of people go out there and go, okay, well, I did it this way. Now pay me lots of money for me to tell you how to do it this way. Well, that's not what you're doing there because 
as I mentioned in the last show, the book is so thorough. And one of the things, folks, that Andy did was he took, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, Andy, uh, eight years and thoroughly researched this. So this is not just his going through a divorce and going, hey, do this, don't do that. It is, hey, I interviewed this attorney. I studied this topic, et cetera, et cetera. Very thorough and tips and tools for you to consider as you move move forward. Is that right, Andy? Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to just add a little bit to that, and that, Christy. This is, book is not about one guy's divorce, everybody. This is about the, the fact that I was my decision-making was so flawed, that was the impetus for me to write this book. And what I'd done is I had dozens of interviews of divorced couples who landed in good places, attorneys, co-parent counselors, uh, um, uh, um, therapists, children's therapists, the specialists who are responsible for guiding divorcees and their families to a good landing spot. So my role in writing this book was to collect the information, to organize it into 46 different tips and strategies to land in a good place. So it's not about my divorce in particular, but my own divorce and, and my own flawed decision-making was my motivator initially for, okay, I can, I can have an opportunity here to give back. And that's why I wrote the book. And an opportunity, and that's what we're talking about. This is an opportunity to affect four and five generations positively, even though you're going through one of the hardest times in your life. Stay with us. We're going to talk more about taking the high road in divorce. Divorce isn't easy or often wanted. Sadly, it happens. When it does, it's possible to walk through it so the results are healthier than would be otherwise. How? Through a unique divorce solution that works. At Divorce Strategies Group, their mediation process helps divorcing parties settle their differences without the long, drawn-out battle and promotes a cooperative win-win environment. It's a smarter way to divorce. When divorce touches your life, contact the Divorce Strategies Group. Schedule your complimentary consultation today at DivorceStrategiesGroup.com. There's a lot at stake in a divorce, and you want trusted and specialized counsel. Houston attorney Craig Haston is board certified by the Texas Board of Legal Specialization and has more than 25 years of legal experience. And experience is everything. Craig will help you make the best choices for your family and your future. When divorce seems to be your next step, contact one of the most recognized attorneys in Texas, Craig Haston. To schedule a consultation, call 281-890-1300 or go to HastonLaw.com. If you've gone through or are going through divorce, you know it can leave you in a dark financial hole, feeling very confused and afraid. But there's hope. Her Sherman is a financial coach and works with those navigating the financial decisions of divorce. Whether it's eliminating debt or creating your financial wellness, you want Hirsch on your team. Hirsch's easy process helps you see the reality of your financial situation and make better decisions. Stop the suffering and get out of that financial black hole. Contact Hirsch today. Go to lifecycle.financial. That's lifecycle.financial. You'll be so grateful you did. When you're selling your home, you want to wow people when they see it. Or if you're not selling and want to enhance your enjoyment of the home, consider Simple Elegance. The team at Simple Elegance, led by Mary Scally, are masters at staging homes for sale or helping you design your interior for maximum impact. 
Do what new home builders do. Call the staging masters, Simple Elegance, at 877-458-8254 and simpleelegancetx.com. The holidays are quickly approaching, and for those divorcing, it can be an extra challenging time. It's even more challenging when alcohol is involved. Our friends at Soberlink want to help. Soberlink has teamed up with divorce and family law experts to provide information that can provide you peace of mind during the holidays. Soberlink is the solution for those going through a divorce and a custody case involving alcohol. Soberlink works hard to keep children safe, offering a remote alcohol monitoring system that is the gold standard because of its technology. Soberlink is here to help. Don't miss out on their free guide for the upcoming holiday season. Request yours today at Soberlink.com DCH. And welcome back. You're listening to the Divorce Coaching Hour, and we are talking taking the high road in divorce. We talked about it a little bit a couple of weeks ago, and uh, we talked about it by way of talking about a book called Take the High Road, Divorce with Compassion for Yourself and Your Family, written by Andy Heller. And the author joined us, Andy, and we talked about the book. Uh, we talked a little bit about what exactly Taking the High Road is by way of talking about his very thorough book, but I thought it deserved an even deeper dive into this because really what this show is about is opening your eyes to being your best self as you move through this, this what could be the worst time of your life, and that is kind of called taking the high road, right? And your best yep. self is taking the high road. And so Andy's back with us today to help us continue the conversation about it. He's done extensive research and studying and put these tips together. And so I know he knows it and he's learned it by his own experience. Many people who help divorcing people today as their profession, it's because they're like, hey, don't do what I did. I've now learned what I should have done, and I want to go help people now that my my eyes have been opened wide. And so that's what we're trying to do here today is opening your eyes wide to divorce so that you can use this as an opportunity and a possibility, even though it's a very challenging time to affect four to five generations of your life in the positive, your future, not in the negative, which a lot of people do, unfortunately. And so, um, Andy, as we continue to dig into taking the high road in divorce, let's talk about the alternative. <laughs> so we're talking about those okay. two rows. The, you're, you're standing at that, that um, fork in the road. You're going, you can either take the high road or you can take the low road. And what we're speaking about is the low road is... Uh, um, well, let's first define that. What would be the low road, Andy? Well, the low road is it's all about me, 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 me. I want this. I want that. I deserve this. I deserve this, that. I want it immediately. And you're you're not thinking about your former spouse. And very often you may not realize it, but you're really not thinking about your children. Mm -hmm. um, and... I will say also on, on the low road, I'm going to respond to your question, which is a great question, Christy, in a kinder way, okay? Yes, there are some couples who are going through divorce where one side is, is truly mean, <laughs> and he or she wants as much pain as possible. There are situations like that, and the book touches on unilateral steps that you can take when, you're, when your former or your current partner is truly 
evil. <laughs> but the bulk of the situations are those where we are emotionally compromised. We're, we're off. And we don't recognize the degree to which we are off. And this has resulted in us making decisions that um, are short-sighted and are oftentimes not – they're not taking the high road. So what I'm trying to say here, and I hope I'm, I'm doing this in an eloquent manner, is that sometimes the low road is taken unintentionally, and we're just not making optimal decisions, and we're not aware that we're not making optimal decisions. We may be thinking we're doing the right thing. Like when I introduced my own story, I went in sometimes with really good intentions, but I was not making good decisions. And I was amazed at how often I was not. And I will get some examples later on of what that means. But um, so that's what, you know, taking the low road, as you we could say, is really letting your emotions drive the bus. And we want to try to do that as little as possible. Yeah, and that's it's a great thing to say if you're envisioning yourself in that automobile, that bus, and you're either yeah. going to go to the left or you're going to go to the right. Sometimes, uh, you know, a, a wheel comes off, right? And if we yeah. apply that to what we're we're going into, here's the fact of the matter, friends, is that you're going through what can sometimes feel like a death uh, when divorce happens. Uh, whether you've initiated it or it's been, um, you're blindsided by it, and so you are emotionally compromised, it feels like a threat, and your brain goes to, and I talk about this a lot as well, is that flight, fight, or freeze. And as Andy's saying, you are emotionally compromised, and you may not even see the road to take because you are in that place of really fear-based thinking to protect yourself. And so that's why it's so important to have a team around yourself. And in some ways, I would almost guard against your yourself and in, in say, okay, look, this is probably my tendency. I am terrified in this situation. Let me have people around who can speak into my life to help me understand when I'm on the wrong road, because I'm probably not going to see it because I'm terrified. And and I've got that short-sighted vision. But we also need to have those eyes wide open to know we could easily go this direction. And so then what we want to look at, Andy, is uh, if, if we know that what taking the low road, so to speak, is, I mean, I think we're speaking to it, but why then would someone instead want to take the high road? Great. I'll give you the top points. Number one, when you're taking the high road, you typically save money because you reduce the conflict points. You may not, it, it may seem like you're giving, but you're actually also receiving and helping conserve funds. The next point is that um, there's a relationship between stress and your mental well-being. And the fewer things you're fighting about, the fewer stress points you got in your divorce, and that the, the, the better your gift you're giving yourself for your own mental health. And finally, the most important thing is that your children. Um, <clears throat> taking the high road, reducing the conflict points with your current spouse or, or your ex-spouse, is your, your children, even if they're not visually seeing and experiencing the fighting, they are feeding off the energy in both households. So, again, the fewer things you have to fight about, 
the better it is for your children. So taking the high road, A, typically saves money, B, reduces the stress, and C, helps your children land in a healthier place. So I, you, you recapped them beautifully, and thank you for that. I was, I was going drawn to, uh, we like lists, so I was almost kind of writing a blog in my head as I, <laughs> as I listened to you, <laughs> because you always hear that five things to do in divorce, five things not to do. Well, mm-hmm. here's it for you folks, the three things that you get from uh, taking the high road in divorce. And so why would someone want to do that? Hey, you save money. And that's that's huge right there. You reduce stress and it helps your children. But I also heard in there ultimately, which kind of seemed like a theme through all of these, is you reduce conflict. I mean, yep. divorce is conflict. Uh, it's one person, two people separating their lives, one person wanting something different than the other person. And so we know that we are going into... Uh, a process that can take, unfortunately, up to years. But if we want to reduce that conflict, we want to come out of it healthier, then in fact, taking the high road is going to lead us to a better destination, healthier, sooner, and less expensive. (laughs) All good things. All good things. Exactly. And so, um, I think where we want to go, Andy, is is as we begin to really understand um, this concept, look at some examples and 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 break this down. Taking the high road, and one of the things that I've got to bring about here is taking the high road may not be going through with a divorce. And if I I can't impress upon folks enough in this show that. Divorce, and I had a pastor on years and years and years ago now on the show. I guess not years and years and years because we've been on the air in the four years now, uh, but several years ago, he said divorce is actually the harder path than staying in your marriage. And Andy, you mention in your book, in one of the chapters, uh, you, you ask a question Are you 100% sure? And you yeah. talk about Leonard and Mary. So tell us a little bit about. Leonard and Mary and their situation. Sure. In fact, um, let me go even further and say this is the very first thing you guys will read in the book after the introduction and the foreword is the Leonard and Mary story. So I could not really add anything to what you just said in terms of trying to understand is this the right path for you or not. Many marriages, they get stale. And at some point you look and your partner may be more like a roommate. That's not necessarily a reason to separate and end the marriage. Um, so there are some foundations you you need to look at. Uh, do you still have a foundation of trust? Is there love there? Um, because if the relationship is stale, it doesn't mean it's broken. So that entire chapter, that example with Leonard and Mary, what it deals with is <clears throat> we give you some examples to kind of look in the mirror and am I Leonard and Mary or am I Bobby and Susie? You know, and, and try to understand where is my relationship? Is it broken? Is it damaged? Is it stale? These are really very important distinctions. And sadly, 
Christy, a lot of us lose the ability to make these distinctions as if we're in a, a lengthy marriage. But before you end a marriage, which is typically irreparable, it's healthy to, to, to take a pause. And that's what that chapter is talking about. Take a pause. Try to identify which bucket your marriage falls in. If you're not sure, get some couples counseling. And no matter what happens to your marriage, even if your marriage, you do separate, your children will one day dissect your marriage. Every adult uh, uh, child I know at some point dissects their parents' marriage. And think about everybody. If your marriage ends, you can look at your adult children in the eyes and say, you know, it wasn't going well, but me and your mom, me and your dad, we did try therapy, and we realized that this was the right path to separate. Almost 20% of marriages are able to be saved in therapy, and we talk about that in the book. But let me just finish with one point. That might sound low, everybody, but it's not because it's really the most damaged marriages that go to therapy. So if, if that given is a given on the front end, Yet therapy can save almost one in five marriages. It's pretty powerful, guys. So just it's, not, it's healthy to take a pause, assess your marriage, where where your marriage really is, before you go down that path. And amen to that. I can't add anything to that. And folks, I want you to come on back. We'll dig into more. Here's today's two-minute tip. I don't know about you, but when I thought of a scripture that would go along with today's topic of taking the high road in divorce, I couldn't help but think about James 1, 19 through 20. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry, because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Let's face it, on our best days, most of us aren't quick to listen. We aren't slow to speak, and some of us get angry pretty quickly. And as the scripture points out, human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Divorce. It certainly can be something that brings up our human anger. Whether divorce is something you've chosen or it's been thrust upon you, there will likely be something in the process that upsets you. And it may upset you to the point you do and say things that you regret and worse, hurt others in the process, including yourself. Today, you are hearing from two people who have not only been through divorce, but have spent hours learning about moving through it in a healthier manner and helping people do the same. We have learned that being quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger is part of taking the high road in divorce. More than that, Scripture says it, and Scripture is truth. And so for today's tip, read and follow the word. And for today's purposes, specifically James 1, 19 through 20, be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. And as a result, you will be well on your way on the high road of divorce. I pray this two-minute tip supports you in this challenging time. And friends, if I can help you traverse the path of divorce, please email me at christy at christymendelo.com. And remember, to keep listening each week for another two-minute tip, all to support you or someone you know who is facing or going through divorce. And please share this episode with those who will benefit. God bless you. Welcome back to the Divorce Coaching Hour. We're here with Andy Heller. He is the author, 
of the book called Take the High Road, Divorce with Compassion for Yourself and Your Family. Uh, If you've been listening to the show today, you know he was with us a couple of weeks ago, and we talked about the book, and we talked about it in in depth there, but um, maybe left some opportunity to talk about taking the high road in divorce, not just about the book. Now, his book offers so much great information, and in fact, in the last segment, we were talking about First, ask yourself, are you 100% sure? And folks, uh, I must reiterate here two things. One, a stale marriage is not a reason for divorce. It's a reason for couples therapy. It's a reason to go to your pastor. It's a reason to uh, look at your values of your marriage, your, your vows of your marriage, and come back together. It's an opportunity to work on yourself. And in Andy's book, he actually asks some, uh, lists some questions to ask other than, are you 100% sure? And and so I just encourage you to spend ample time there. Uh, the other thing I must reiterate is that, uh, folks, divorce is harder than you think it will be. I've seen it happen time and time again. Uh, even before I became a divorce coach, it was harder for me than I thought it would be. And because our eyes are not wide open, we we don't see that journey ahead. And so uh, it is easier, as a pastor said, to stay in your marriage. Now, I get it. I understand. There are some reasons that it would be better for the marriage to end. My marriage was one of those. I've had different people talk about that, but that's only a decision you can make with your faith and uh, with your God. And and then you make the decision and you walk the path that uh, you are on. But we're trying to help you in that path. <laughs> we're trying to help you take that higher road versus the one that might be of me, 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 I, 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 and I'm going to win. Right? And and so we're talking about taking that empathic path, the higher road. And so, Andy, uh, the next thing we talk about or you, you talk about kind of early on in your book, and I think it was a great point to bring this about. Okay, so we may want to take the high road, but their state laws might um, conflict with that high road. Tell us just a little bit about that, if you would, please. Yeah, well, state laws... Basically, the way I would look at it is I look at a state laws as a book outline, everybody. It's an outline, and you fill in and you work off of that outline. So state laws typically deal with things like um, it's it's formulaic what you pay based on how many kids you have, how the the income during your marriage, and how long you've been married. Um, Then there could be state law about how much custody uh, is due based on the involvement of uh, the parent. Um, so these are common elements of state law, and they typically can set minimums, okay? So it is important to understand the state law, but you can always do more. And if you're able to do more, that's the type of thing where sometimes you, 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 um, you win points, okay? So and a great example is let's say there is a, a, a working mom. She traveled with her job, okay? The dad would stay at home. And um, so she she wants 50% custody and she wants time to adjust her work schedule where she can um, uh, uh, can handle that, all right? But 
under state law, it, because she hasn't been present all the time because of the travel, she's entitled to 35% custody. If she's a good mom, and her only crime is that she's traveled on business, guys, maybe work it out to give her, give her, give her the custody that she deserves. It's going to be in both uh, uh, spouses' interest, and again, in the interest of the children. So, this, so the attorney will help you understand what state law says on these very important points. And use those as an outline. It doesn't have to be written in, 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 in blood as that's what you have to do or not do. I love that you bring that out because I think it, I heard the word minimum and I kind of went to the low road there. And if we were just looking at the minimum, now I understand that there may be situations where all you can do is the minimum, but we're talking about yeah. in those situations. What's the make the decisions for the betterment of the family, which in fact is that best self, which is in fact that high road. And so I mm -hmm. think it's very important for you to understand state law, have a good family law attorney who explains that to you, and then put that uh, thinking cap on. And matter of fact, that's a great topic to work with your coach on. If you have a divorce coach is saying, okay, here's the black and white of the law. This is the minimum. Now, what can I do for the betterment of my family? And I have to speak to this, Andy, you also, and we won't talk about it right now, but you and many coaches and many attorneys talk about the fact that setting goals is a huge part of divorce. And I know that sounds a little bit weird because as I've said in a show before, we're not in some sort of professional development class here. But if we set a goal by by how you want your family to look when this is all over, who you want to be when this is all over, it shapes the decisions. It tells you which path to take, right? <laughs> yep, for and, sure. I mean, that is, yeah, um, it, it doesn't sound like, uh, it, it may not sound like the most important advice you'll get from a divorce coach, everybody, but I will take it as, I'll put as the top two or three things you put up there. Forcing yourself to put goals down in writing and just two or three, give them to your attorney. Say, hey, compromise everywhere else. That's going to save you tens of thousands of dollars, help you to stay focused, and it's going to allow you to compromise on all these things that are not important or not as important as your two or three primary goals. So forcing yourself to identify that um, it is a really, really healthy thing to do um, and productive thing to do in the process. Such great advice there, Andy, and and uh completely support that. Let's take that, that thinking and let's talk about money real quick. Uh, yep. Money is, you know, divorce is the separation of the, the legal side, the, the marriage itself, um, parenting, and then uh, your finances. And so let's talk mm -hmm. about those finances and help us understand maybe a story that you have in the book that would help us take the high road in uh, divorce on the financial side of things. Sure, and this is a great segue from our last topic because um, this is a great example of that. So I'm going to give a story. We talk about it in, in the book. Uh, and so there's state law said uh, this, this gentleman had to pay a certain amount to his wife. All right. She was asking for much more. He was an entrepreneur. So what did he do? How did he take the high road? What he did, and this, this is amazing when, when you, when you under, think about it, he actually took a loan to be able to pay close to what she, his uh, wife was asking, but he did put a little clause in there that said if the business fails, then 
the numbers can be recalibrated, which was fair to him and fair to her. You can't pay money where it doesn't exist. And because he was an entrepreneur, he took that as motivation, and he actually built a darn successful business, paid off the loan, paid his ex-wife what he, she was due, and he benefited on the back end. So this is an example where he didn't get caught up in, um, in what state law said he had to pay. He, did, he started a business. And again, even if you're not an entrepreneur, everybody, um, you can basically say, okay, I'm going to get that darn promotion at work, okay, and I'm going to be able to, to, to pay this amount of money because I'm going to now be super motivated because I need to go ahead and move up the career ladder for the betterment of my children and for myself too. So this is a great example where there are some wonderful compromises out there that sometimes we just don't realize when we're fighting. Yeah, we don't realize because our eyes are not wide open. And hopefully this show is helping people to think about those areas. And what I heard in there again is he took this as an opportunity. We're we're in a place of suffering. This is not easy. But he went above, again, that minimum we were talking about and so, folks, so very important uh, to, to really think about it. And so if you break down divorce into the financial side of things, okay, so there's what state law says, there's what you can actually do, the minimum. But going back to those goals, what do you want the future to look like? And then back into those goals and make your decisions based on that, knowing that you are going to take that high road that can affect your possessions, that can affect the, the decisions with your children. And there are so many examples in the book, and unfortunately, we don't have enough time to go through them all, but I want to <laughs> just kind of lead us to in the book. Also in the book, there's there are takeaways, and I love that. So if you're just looking to like kind of thumb through it, so to speak, there is uh, a takeaway with regards to possessions, and I'm just going to see if I have enough time to read this to you. Dividing and arguing over valuables can be emotionally taxing and expensive. Be the giver as much as possible. Limit the physical items you wish to keep to a small number of personal items. By giving away things that have a lesser value to you, you are granted your items of value due to your overall generosity. You can read that in the book. There's a lot of great <laughs> takeaways, and uh, and and I wish that we could go through them all in depth. And so one of the things you'll want to do is make sure that you know how to get this book because it definitely will be something you want on your side table as you move through divorce. Come on back, and we're going to tell you how to find out more about Andy and the book. Hi, friends. This is Richard Mendelow. As you may know, I recently retired from the Marines as a colonel, and I'm now the host of Courageous Christianity, the show that airs right here on KKHT Saturdays at noon. Do you ever wonder how to live out your faith as a Christian warrior? If you do, I want to invite you to join us for the Courageous Christianity Boot Camp, a leadership seminar designed specifically to empower Christian men. It's coming up soon on Saturday, November 5th from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. In this boot camp, you'll better realize the power of God's plan for your life. You'll gain clarity about your unique gifts and kingdom purpose. And you'll identify your values to better understand how to live out those values. You'll also identify your most authentic opportunity as a Christian leader at home, at work, in church, and in the community. Rather than struggle, you'll feel power, compassion, and purpose. Take this step with us Saturday, November 5th. For more details and to register, go to ccbootcamp2022.eventbrite.com. 
Thanks for coming back to the Divorce Coaching Hour. We're talking to Andy Heller. He's the author of a book called Take the High Road, Divorce with Compassion for Yourself and Your Family. And we're taking the opportunity to talk about taking the high road, even in a more in-depth conversation. And we've been talking about what that looks like and how to do it, and even a bit of why you would really for the betterment of your family to include yourself and for the betterment of your future. And we've talked about questions to ask yourself as you are deciding uh, to divorce or not, which road to take there. We've talked about money. We've touched very quickly on possessions and a takeaway from the book there. I want to talk about children. Before we do that, I promised the listeners that we would find out, Andy, how they would find out more about you and about the book. How do they do that? Sure. So the name of the book is Take the High Road, Divorce with Compassion for Yourself and Your Family. My name is Andy Heller. And you can go on Amazon and get the book, uh, Target, Barnes & Noble. Um, and the website is www.takethehighroaddivorce.com. Pretty easy. Takethehighroaddivorce.com. Again, Take the High Road Divorce with Compassion for Yourself and Your Family. And Folks, I would just encourage you to also share this episode as you're listening to it. If you know somebody going through divorce and uh, they need some help and they're struggling, sending it to them could be a caring thing to do. And so just encourage you to um, do that, read the book, and for sure um, just look look at the process and take the high road wherever possible. So speaking of that, Children, so very important. If we keep talking about the effect of divorce on four to five generations, Andy, there's an example that you give in the book of Kathy and Edward. Help us uh, learn a little bit more about Kathy and Edward. This is one of my favorite examples of taking the high road and, and how the result can be surprising and good for everybody. So this is a couple where they're trying to uh, have them put, Request to change custodial times because of visiting relatives or other reasons. And let's just say um, every time Kathy had a request to Edward that was reasonable, he said no. So she walks into her therapist and says, I got it figured out. He's asking me for something now. I'm going to say no, but I will say yes if you agree to my request. At the therapist council, she said no. If his request is reasonable, you're going to say yes regardless, and you're going to keep saying yes, and you're not going to tie these requests together. After about a thousand but, 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 she agreed to follow the therapist's advice. And the therapist said, trust me. So she just started saying yes to every one of Edward's requests, even though he kept saying no, 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 to similarly reasonable requests. It didn't even take six months, Christy. Edward started to say yes. And this is a great example of taking the high road without worrying about what's happening on the other side of the desk, the other side of the phone, with the thought that eventually my actions will yield to a change in behavior that will benefit me and benefit my children. And that's exactly what happened. Her therapist says, give this a couple of years. It took all of six months. Unbelievable. Yeah, and it is. And what I I heard so much in there, and if we're, again, back to that visual of the high road and the low road, and you you are in that emotional space and you can't really see the direction to take uh, with that 
objective person guiding you that can see beyond, that they actually can see the destination. And if you have trusted advisors around you, and folks, i got to bring in, you've got your father in heaven, Father God with trusting him for the guidance and the Bible, his word, talk about taking the high road. That's the truth. And and so uh, trusting the word to guide you, trusting people who are skilled and trained in this area, we we tend to want to put up the walls and just say, no, I know, I got it. I, I know it all. But really, you don't. I'm just going to be that honest. Really, you don't. And to seek wise counsel, wise counsel. And, and so what I heard in there, Andy, was if it's a reasonable request, let's just get out there. There are some unreasonable requests, right, in divorce. Right. right. Just say yes. And of course, but just say yes, again, with that wise counsel around you, you don't know the impact that it can have. Well, actually you do. It it, it will be for good, not for bad. And so, so very important. We may not see it. Um, what is it? The, the forest for the trees type of thing. But <laughs> if we trust in, in, in taking the high road, it will lead us to a better destination than we could imagine. And I think you could interview every divorce professional out there. I mean, Andy, let me ask you. First, did you go into divorce and say, hey, I'm going to end up getting divorced and write a book called Taking the High Road and uh, Divorce with Compassion for You, Yourself and Your Family? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. I, I was just... Um... I, what, what I do, my, my own story, Christy, is that when I'm stressed, I take notes. And, and my own experiences, I talked about earlier, all the mistakes I was making. And I looked at my notes. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, I have an outline here for a book. So I just did this on a reactive basis. And the impetus for me was I saw how many mistakes I was making. And I recognized that um, not everybody else is going to have the ability to have this amazing therapist and rudder that I had. And then again, you also don't want to make some of these mistakes that I made. So these, we, we all need to have kind of, I try to create a, I guess, a roadmap or a GPS of a best practices for how to get through a divorce in a three-hour read. That's what I've tried to do here. And could you imagine you'd be here today as an author on a radio show talking about this, having gone through divorce? I would have said somebody is uh, is pulling my leg. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we so we don't know, folks, where the road is going to lead. Bottom line is we don't go to divorce and go, hey, I'm going to end up being a divorce coach. But this moves us through taking the high road, learning our lessons. But sometimes we can fall off track. And so very quickly, Andy, what do you think? If we realize that we're off track, how can we quickly get back on the high road? I got three three pieces of advice really quickly. Um, you talk about a trusted confidant, whether that's your pastor, therapist, or that one or two people that are your rudder. Um, you should have one person like that in your life. That's highly recommended, and we, we discussed that in the book. Number two, resources like my book um, hopefully can help you if you make a, if you something's happening. And my book speaks to that in one of the forty-six chapters. Hopefully, that can get you back on track. And the third thing is podcasts like this. I think people who um, offer the services of these radio shows and podcasts like you, Christy, um, they really help people. You know, if you find yourself getting off track and you listen to an episode like this, you know what? I think I need to really rethink 
the situation I'm dealing with and try to handle it in a different manner. Those are my three pieces of advice for you all. Well, and I would 100% agree, and thanks for including the podcast in there. And and I can tell you, just speaking to that before the others, uh, which is a resource to you as well, and and books as well, uh, you know, this show reached a gentleman in California who wasn't finding the tools that he needed. And today, uh, I'm working with him as his coach and helping him to move through Again, one of the most challenging times of life. And so hearing that, then seeking uh, the host, whomever you're listening to, or saying, hey, I need to go learn about this and seeking, again, that wise counsel, which takes us back to number one. And so trusted counsel, resources, and podcasts. And as we uh, wrap up here, Andy, any final thoughts? I do have one big picture final thought. Sometimes there may be a misconception that the word take the high road implies you're giving up more things. You're giving up more money. You're giving up more custodial time. I want to say clearly that that is the opposite is true. I touched on this in the earlier part of our discussion today, Christy. There is a relationship between conflict points and cost, conflict points and stress, conflict points and the health of your children. And the more you reduce these conflict points with your current spouse or your ex, the, the less all the, the less money you spend, the healthier your, your children are, and the lower your stress. So taking the high road does not mean giving up. It actually typically results in receiving, not just yourself or your ex, but also, more, most importantly, your children. So please don't think for a second that taking the road means, oh, this guy's saying just say yes all the time. It's going to cost me a ton of money, cost me a bunch of custodial time. It's actually the opposite, everybody. It's going to help you guys land in a good place, a fair place, and it's going to greatly increase the likelihood that your children end up uh, healthier. Amen to that. And I think about the four to five generations, the effect that we can have. We've come to a hard place in our life and now taking the high road, uh, being, you will receive from it, uh, you know, giving and receiving, right? Uh, we, we can't even explain what we, we will receive um, as we give to others on that high road and ultimately leading to a better life. And, and I know that that's what you all want for your family. And that's what one of my goals as a divorce coach is to do that, to help you through this process. And I know, Andy, you're doing that too with your book. So thank you for being here with us today. Christy, I've enjoyed it as much as last time. I'll come back as much as you want. And what I would say to all of you, it does get better. Um, uh, if, you're, if you think you're at the, 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 the bottom of the barrel today, you will rise to the top. Use the resources available. Try to stay positive. And it will get better. But you also got to take steps yourself. Amen to that. And thank you for listening, folks, to the Divorce Coaching Hour. I'm Christy Mendelow, and I can't wait to be here with you each and every Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. right here on 100.7 FM KKHD, The Word.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.